Welcome to Friday Night and it's Sounds of PDX on Portland Radio Project. I am Veronica Bezesti. You are, of course, listening to KPRPLP, Portland Radio Project. It is a beautiful Friday. I'm a little disappointed about having to be inside, but that's all right. It's good. We got lots of wonderful weather coming up here very, very quickly. Again, thank you all for tuning in. I am quite honored to have this particular individual on the Sounds of PDX Airwaves, Portland Radio Project Airwaves with me tonight, Jerry Peterson. But most of us know him as JP, right? Hello. Hello, hello. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. JP is (laughs) so much more than I could ever succinctly describe. But in the tiniest of nutshells, JP is a dedicated community volunteer, activist, and along with many other irons in many other fires, you are currently the board president at Alberta Abbey. That happens to be one of our community partners. Exactly. Yes. Yes, That's that's a a lot. Well, it's it's a recent um, uh, thing that happened. Yeah. And it wasn't something that was planned, but it was kind of... uh, Meant to be. Yes. I say. Yes. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. We're going to chat about some events that are coming up at Alberta Abbey okay. relative to Black Music Month. I would like to also talk about your just passionate advocacy in helping those uh, disadvantaged and forgotten in society. I think that's amazing work that you and in a previous conversation that we had yeah. over at the Abbey, we're talking about. Um, but for the 10 people in Portland that don't know who you are, yes, yes, honorary mayor, I think you are, JP. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a bit of background um, about you and where this passion to bring, and I'm quoting, good food, good music, and good community to Portland. Where did that come from? Well, that all really originated um, uh, in my youth. Okay. Um, my parents are from down south, uh, Tuskegee, Alabama, okay. to be specific. And um, a lot of the things they went through in those times, uh, they came here in the 50s um, during the Vanport era. And so just a lot of those lessons and, and things that they had been through living in the South and transitioning to Portland really uh, gave me the basis for everything that I'm doing now, the inspiration, the motivation, uh, the guidance, and um, just the passion. Mm-hmm to really give back to community. My parents were definitely involved in church and community activities, um, including the Wonder Ballroom, which is the Wonder Ballroom now. It used to be the Grace Collins Center. And it was a black community center for the black community at that time that had moved from Vanport by the Rose Garden. Um, And just two beautiful missionaries that had a uh, passion for people and the love of Christ. They, it was a Christian-based uh, daycare, and they did free daycare for people who couldn't afford it in that community. Wow! But you had to learn Bible verses. Uh, you had to be accountable. They had a gym there. Mm-hmm. If you look at the uh, Wonder Ballroom, you can see kind of what that place was. And I could probably say most of the people in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and 70s uh, from the black community are attached to that building wow. and have great memories of uh, the community center for sure. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that's where it all started. <laughs> I love 
love that. Long time ago. Kind of hits in the fields. Yeah. Fields. Yeah. Portland Radio Project and Alberta Abbey are community partners, as I mentioned. We are we're very aligned in our desire, our kind of mission-driven desire to support our local communities. Right. Right. It all, I can easily define PRP's side of it. We support the local music community. We play a local artist every 15 minutes. We've got a spotlight on independent, emerging, and underrepresented artists. Yes. Talk to me a little bit about or, or define for me as, as best you can what Alberta Abbey's community is and, and how you are setting yourselves apart by the support that you're offering that community. Yeah, it's... Uh really kind of just an amazing situation and opportunity that came together with the Alberta Abbey because yeah. the history of that. Um, oh, t- and tell, the, tell it. No, it it's really kind of starts there a yeah. uh, hundred years ago, actually right now. Um, you know, people came together in the community when it wasn't really legal for black and white and brown, you know, people of different races and colors to worship together even. And so a group of people decided they weren't going to be down with that. Yeah. And they went ahead against the trend and the and the really threat of creating a place where people could, you know, worship of all colors um, and all faiths and just come together. And just amazing that that story is kind of relevant right now because yes. it's been a lot of things at the Alberta Abbey, and I'm sure you've heard, mm-hmm. you know, a few of the things, um, you know, daycare centers, uh, Willie Stoudemire, whose son played for the Trailblazers, Damon, he ran a youth camp there. The YMCA was there. It was a timeout place for kids in certain schools. When they got in trouble, they sent them over there. Uh, a place where, I think in the 40s, where when people didn't have, they weren't, everyone didn't have a telephone, and you had to apply for a job, or you wanted to get a call back from the doctor, or whatever. Uh-huh. People came there. They had one of the only telephones in the neighborhood. Wow. So it's it's been kind of a center point of the black community and yes. that community in general, really, because it's definitely gentrified now, but it's been, you know, that way before. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's gone back and forth. And the fact that uh, an investor came in, um, Eric Payne, uh, he's a developer for um, underprivileged and kind of um, housing for people who can't really, affordable housing. Sure. Um, and doing great works, he saw the opportunity, and he kind of knew the story. And wow. I can think it kind of touched him that he could put something together for the community at a time when they needed something. Yeah. Um, and as far as just the artist and the music, that connection, it, it is a connection. It's just a natural connection that there's a place there in the community. All the nightclubs, all the venues and things that have happened, opened and closed over in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a story in itself, but the fact that this place emerged as a place that could potentially bring the community back together yes, through the arts, through community activism, mm-hmm. through we've had blood drives there. We've had um, people come there who were running for office who wanted to discuss you know, their views and ideas no matter what side of the aisle they were on because we're about unity and community. We really have to embrace that right now yes. um, in, in America and especially, specifically in Portland because of the way they kind of um, portray Portland as this out-of-control, uh, just, you know, imploding city yeah. when really it's actually not that at all. And uh, 
that that's a big part of why I created Elevate Unity, my nonprofit. So I ended up landing. I was I still work with the Jacqueline and the Rosen Theater. Those guys doing concerts and events. Those are my guys. Um, PDX Jazz, the Jazz Society of Oregon, all those entities that I've for years worked with, uh, the Blues Society. I think finally we have a place now that they can feel comfortable in yeah. supporting really the community because it's located in the community, and that's our mission. Yes, It truly is, and the artists are excited because the stage, you've been to the venue. It's exceptional. It's exceptional. Yeah. And yeah. W- what I really found amazing about that space was it felt like every floor, every room had this different spirit to it. You hit, the, you hit it on the head right yes. there. That's, that's the whole thing about the Abbey. It, it is it's a spiritual place. Yeah. And I call it sanctuary for everybody when I'm announcing and, and emceeing my shows to let people know that this is a place where everybody is welcome. Yes. There isn't a place like that. We're unique in that point. We're a nonprofit in that point. So we're not like in comp- competition with the Rosen or the mm-hmm. Wonder Ballroom or you know the Star Theater or the, or the Revolution Hall. These are our partners. Yes. We want to work with these people and a lot of the other nonprofits to have a place that they can do just community events mm-hmm. and support all types of art, you know, whether it's people that paint or sculpture or perform, yeah. you know, or do food. You know, we really want to be able to support all those things in our community and kind of be the focal point for the community to really come back together in a time that... It's kind of uh, challenging, yes. At the least, yes. I'd say. I like what you said about those those kind of partnerships with these other venues. They're providing a space and offering, but I feel like Alberta Abbey is nurturing a space and nurturing the arts. Well, I can I can tell you, everybody that works there to a person, that's how we feel. Yes. And we are connected spiritually to the Abbey because once you get in. It's almost like it just takes you in. You, yeah. it's, you know, it's like Disneyland. You come in and you're just kind of overwhelmed. The right. place is so big. You know, we have a 500-seat venue upstairs and a 350-seat venue downstairs. Yeah. And we can do simultaneous shows, but there's over 15 different artist lofts that we rent out for people. And, uh, you know, just in the community at a fair rent rate is what's important, too, that people can go. You know, if you want to have your event... You're the Urban League. Mm-hmm. We want those types of people to come to the Alberta Abbey rather than go to the Marriott right, or to the Red Lion because it keeps everything in the community. Right. And it's important to build your community from within like that. Yes. And so I have nothing against those other businesses. I stay at those businesses also. But yes. to have the opportunity for people to support their community directly, mm-hmm. that's what the Abbey is. Right. We are connected and we are the community. Amen. Well said. Amen. Amen. Bravo <laughs> to that. Bravo yeah. to that. Can you very briefly, because I would love for us to start talking about some shows, um, give me a little bit of a distinction between Alberta Abbey venue versus the foundation. So being very new, um, <laughs> just barely a year in, to be honest with you, uh, it was definitely there before I was in the foundation and um all the pieces that go along with that. Um, the nonprofit board uh, really consists and comprises of a really unique core group of people that have kind of weathered the COVID storm. Right. Because they started before COVID. And so 
you know, they had great dreams and plans and were doing okay. Um, only a year in to only have COVID hit. Mm. And it was pretty much devastating. I, at this point, we're still looking at ourselves wondering how we even survived. Yeah. And we're still operational at this point, and it has not been easy. It's been a lot of work behind the scenes and a lot of extra hard hours and volunteer people and just good things happening because we're doing the right thing. Yeah. And that's what happens to good people. But the foundation has kept things going. They had a great mission to start with. Yes. And those things yes. change, you know, as you grow and, and, and kind of go down the road and see what you have to do to get better and to adjust. And mm-hmm. um, we've gone through a lot of growing pains with the foundation, but we've kept a really strong um, morale and spirit amongst those people. And we've been able to kind of um, pivot mm-hmm. after COVID to trying to, I guess you'd call it survival mode, to be able to do a few things at the same time. Right. Because we want to stick with our mission of supporting the community, doing community-based events, running, working with the nonprofits, offering great um, um, pricing and opportunities for everyone, mm-hmm. including the arts and the artists. But we've had to really lean into the music more. Yeah. Um, and that kind of where it transfers from the dream and the uh, overall plan for the Abbey of, you know, five, ten years out, because we think that way, yeah. to what we're doing right now today. And that's where um, the staff and uh, the people that we have assembled that are producing the concerts and, and the theater that's coming through there. We're doing so many different types yeah. of programming. It's just exciting for yeah. the community to have something like that. Absolutely. Right there in walking distance. Absolutely. And um, just a great area. Yes. You know, and, and like I said, the historical. Um, just the significance and, and the precedent that, that Alberta that. Abbey has given that neighborhood throughout a hundred years. Yes. It's so. Uh, it, it's wonderful to see that being empowered again. It is. It's, it's like coming back to life. Yes. And it never was gone. But, you know, when a build, building is empty, you know, it needs yes. it needs the spirit of the people to come back in. Yes. Because, like I said, you can feel the weddings, the funerals, yeah. everything that's gone on. Yes. Uh, in that building, the yes. baptismals and um, the, the special events, all the yes. choirs. You can tell when you hear music in that venue. It's different. Yeah. It's much different. Yeah. And so that's what we're trying to embrace right now with the nonprofit. Moving forward, got some really unbelievable um, new members of the board. Uh, Brian Gillis, he's from University of Oregon. He's a professor. Um, another young man um, that has joined um, from Keller Williams. I, his name is TP. I forget his last name at the moment, but he's an unbelievable addition along with the other people that have been supporting um, the Alberta Abbey nonprofit. It's just, wow. it's been a really amazing experience. And for me, it's real personal because I'm from the community. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of the shows that are going on there. I want to talk about one in particular because this, listen, if you are a jazz fan, this, this is the night for you. June 10th, Jazz Society of Oregon's Hall of Fame Voices. This is an amazing evening. This sounds incredible. This is a benefit show for the 43rd annual Cathedral Park Jazz Festival. Exactly. Uh, 
<laughs> that says like it I'm all. speechless, right? Yeah, yeah that yeah. just says it all. Yeah. It's, that's going to be an amazing night of music, an amazing collection of individuals that are there performing. Shirley Nanette, Nancy King, Rebecca Kilgore, uh, come on. It doesn't get any come better. Come on. And that's the history. It right. really is. It takes you right up to where we are now, but it really honors those who kind of paved the way yeah. in the jazz scene. And, you know, the names say speak for themselves. Absolutely. What other shows are coming up that we need to make sure people are aware of? Um, We, we have, and I wouldn't call it a show, but it's going to be a spectacle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The real mayor of Portland, who is my mentor, Mr. Paul Knowles. uh, People will know that name. He's a unbelievable community, just everything for our community. To be Mm -hmm. honest with you, I can name the things that he's done. But he had a nightclub, and he was part of the scene um, back in the 50s and 60s and 70s on Williams Avenue. Okay. Um, he had the Cotton Club, and he had Geneva's, which wow. were two of the biggest black nightclubs yeah. when black performers could only perform at black nightclubs. And um, to the likes of James Brown, Aretha Franklin, he's, he's had them stay at his house. This guy is a legend. And uh, we're going to be celebrating. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, he's the best amazing guy. He's, ni- he's in his 90s, and he's still going. He goes to more concerts than I do. And he's going to host and um, be kind of emceeing an event we're having for the Blazer 1977 championship game. Oh. ESPN is doing a special, and they're showing it. Yeah. And he was interviewed because he had back – almost mid-row seats behind the bench for years. So you always saw him uh-huh. when they did broadcast of the, of the Blazer games. Oh, my god! So he's, we're going to show that on our big screen, Jumbotron. It's a community event. We're wow. giving away. It's free to get in, and we're going to have some free food, you know, barbecue things we're going to give away and yeah. just just really go through the history. We're hoping some of the Blazers are planning to show up, doing right. some interviews. If you're listening, yes. doors open. Well, we've invited a couple of them, and so we Love really it. are feeling good that they're going to come out and support. And just really that venue in Paul Knowles and what he stands for, it's just going to be a fun event for the community. And, and that, that is Tuesday, June 13th, right? That one is on okay. Tuesday, June 13th. Okay. That's the ESPN Blazers Championship Viewing oh. Party. Love. So get over there. It's free. Tell all your friends, all you Blazer fans, it's been a tough year. Come over and hang out with us, and let's have some fun and remember the good days. Relive the glory days. I'm looking at the picture on the website. Is that Dr. J? That That is Dr. J. Oh, boy. Okay. It's going to be a good night. That's going to be a great night. Yeah. And then. Yes, what else? Well, moving on, um, we have Victory Boyd and this is an unbelievable singer, songwriter, folk, soul singer. Yeah, yes. And um, a national kind of young lady that blew up on the scene. She was signed by Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's performed at the White House several times for the Obamas. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for wow. the Starbucks people, she had a jingle, kind of a commercial that came out. So she's personal friends with the owners of Starbucks. She does private shows for them. <laughs> She's been blowing up. Wow. This girl is outstanding. You better Google her. Yeah. Uh, Victory Vic- Boyd. Victory Boyd. Yeah. B-O-Y-D. B-O-Y-D. Yeah. That's going to be an amazing show. We got lucky to even have somebody on that level. And that's what's happening at the Jacqueline, I mean, excuse me, at the Rosen. People, uh, I work at so many of these places. I know. At the Alberta Abbey. So many That's irons. what's exciting. But that's really, we're bringing the type of shows that yes. the Jacqueline and the Rosen and all these places 
have themselves. So we're, we're jumping up and really putting on our big boy boots, you know? And I would imagine when somebody like Victory is saying, yes, I, I will come play there. Yes, Wednesday, June 14th fits into the touring schedule, et cetera. She's also uh, getting a little bit of an education on the venue and, and, and kind of aligning with what this venue is offering the community at well, the same time. You, you really are, are just hitting everything on the head with that statement because a lot of the artists, these are artists we really can get. Sure. We're new. We're the new right, cannabis. Right, right. They are not even interested. They don't even know who we are. Yeah. But we're starting to make enough of a name with some of these Bingo. shows. And PDX Jazz has helped us out. The yeah. Rosen, Mississippi Studios, they have been helping us yeah. with programming that they can't do. And they've been helping their little brother. And it's just unbelievable how people are circling around us and we're getting yeah. these acts. And then the acts find out that we're in the community and what our mission is, mm -hmm. they love it. They want to help us grow and they want to help us get on the map. Yeah. And so that's kind of what's going on underneath. So it, we really, I can't, I'm just kind of starstruck and really just thankful yeah. that people are recognizing what we're about and supporting us. It speaks volumes as to how much camaraderie there is in the Portland music community and arts and culture community. It's not competition, it's camaraderie. It, it, there's room for all of us. Well, we have to think of it that way because I know in the early you know, 80s and 90s, there was competition sure. in the 2000s. But things have changed, mm -hmm. and they really have changed now. Yeah. Seriously, with COVID shutting the music down, yeah. the industry recognizes that we yes. have to support each other because we're either in it together and we rise or we're only as good as the weakest people that we have in the, in this situation. And so that's not rocket science that's, there. There's another amen going out for that one. Yeah, definitely. And, and let's talk about one last evening there. What, what else do we got that we need to make sure that we are getting ourselves tickets for? Well, I, I'm going to do a two for one real okay. quick because I, the salute to soul on the 30th is going to be an unbelievable event. Okay. And that's Mr. Ronnie Wright. He, been working oh. for Nike and Brand Jordan wow. for a long time. This guy is a duo triple threat vocalist and gospel and soul singer. And he always teams up with unbelievable people like Saida or Alonzo Chadwick, who actually happens to be coming on this show, who is probably, nice. in my opinion, the top male vocalist in the city. He's hands down a showstopper. You have to experience this guy's um, gift. Because he, okay. he will touch you. And so that's on the 30th, Salute to Soul. Okay. But we are going to start doing Last Thursdays. And we're teaming up oh. with the Alberta uh, Coalition for Last Thursdays. Nice. So we're going to be doing, because it's been a tough lift for them the last few years, yeah. COVID and everything. But it's they need something really kind of to center things around and something that's not just for a street type of, unorganized party type yeah. of situation. There's something said for that, and that's beautiful. But what we want to do is have something for truly for the arts mm -hmm. and for the artists. So we're going to team up with some local distilleries, and we're going to have craft cocktails. Oh, I'm there. Yeah. You we're got gonna, me. We're going to have some craft food <laughs> stylists with great food. That's great. Um, we're going to have some great independent artists, kind of like an artist expo explosion. And... Um, you know, independent minority artists. We're going to try to feature them and make it kind of just a cool after hours. I used to do museum after hours downtown at the, um, the uh, sunken ballroom. And 
it's going to be not that extravagant, but it's going to be very nice. Great. All the business people can come out and people who really love art and, and, and the intricacies of all these makers and creators. Yeah. We're going to really showcase some of the yes. unbelievable talent that we have in this city. Oh. And, of course, we're going to have live music there. Unbelievable trio that's coming with Brian Foxworth. Um, hopefully we'll have... Um, um, Tony Hill, um, Briga Dittar, these are all young, new, local wow. talents. Yeah. So food, music, art, drinks, uh, entertainment, you can't beat it. <laughs> I and love it. We'll be in, t- in, can- in, can- in tandem with last Thursdays. Okay, so, so we'll, that would be June 29th. That's that going to be June the last 29th. Thursday. Okay. That's the first one. So Fantastic. And that's going to be a free event, too. Another free event. For the community. All of June for Black Music Month, we really are trying to get people into yeah. the venue to see really what we've got going on firsthand. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to just mention another evening that you have, Thursday, June 15th, with Tipping Point playing. And I'm going to have Ms. Julianne on the airwaves next Friday. So we're going to dive all on to Tipping Point. So tune in next Friday at 6 p.m. Well, and hear Ms. Julianne. She is my Julianne. sister from another mother. We grew up as, child, Love as children. Her. Yeah, that's my She's girl. fantastic. She so is. that is an amazing film that needs to be watched and and absorbed and then put into a little bit of a box give yourself time to digest it and then revisit it again you're going to be emotionally and mentally blown away that's all i've heard yeah i know it's going to make a difference in people's lives yes absolutely And we're unbelievably thankful that they decided to launch that at the abbey yeah because we're going to actually have an abbey launch of a little documentary of our own that we're going to add. Fantastic. We're working on some real cool things. It just okay. That's what makes things happen when you work together. It's just beautiful. Yes. It really is. Everybody can get information about all of these amazing evenings that JP has spoken about on Alberta Abbey's website, which is albertaabbey.org. You can also connect to them via our website, prp.fm. Just look for their logo in our little community partners area right at the top of our homepage. Click on it and boom, you're over at Alberta Abbey. We got you. Yeah. We got you guys. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. It has been such an honor to have you on the air. And we're thrilled to be partnered up with Alberta Abbey. What you're all adventuring and endeavoring to do is really needed. It's just beautiful. So we're very happy to be. Thank you. And thank everyone for joining us on this journey. I can tell you it'll change you, the things that we're doing at the Abbey. And we just, we need you. We yes. need their community to come together at this time. My, my new favorite phrase, we cannot do it for you without you. We can't. It's all about you. There you go. Well, right, thank girl. you again, JP. Thank you I really so much, appreciate too. it. Do not go anywhere, PRP listeners. Swamp is up next with guest host Patrick of the Mixtape, and then you're in for a real treat. We are slowly launching our new Friday night show, Another State of Mind, immediately following Swamp with host Kieran. Friday nights are becoming uh, really the place to be, and it all starts with Sounds of PDX and guys like JP. Thank you again for tuning in and uh, being a part of our Portland Radio Project family.